Hello and welcome to what we thought was going to be the last fantasy football recap of 2017. This is Oz, obviously, and I'm here with League Commissioner Jupiter Sanders because I feel like we're going to have to put the hat on for this one. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, We'll get into that. Okay, so first off, it's week 17 championships mm-hmm. eight teams four winners four less winners <laughs> we're all winners we are all winners because we made it to championships <laughs> but some win more than others, others. <laughs> yeah and with with one exception which is probably going to be most of this recording yes. uh, yeah th- these these games were not kind uh, I, I I see why you're saying that. Yes, uh-huh. I on the other hand had a different experience. Uh, <laughs> I was it was very kind to me. Right, but but I mean, <laughs> looking at it, yeah, obviously I got blown out of the, uh probably gonna get blown out of the weekend. Yeah, but we're talking like generally we had some close games. These were these were end to fifteen points spreads. All of them. Yeah, they were big. They, they did not follow their predictions, which we always say Yahoo's crazy with their predictions. But it it none of them followed uh, the predictions. And I think almost immediately when games started on Sunday, I think everybody's projections dropped like 25, 30 points. Yeah, mine actually went up fifteen, mm-hmm. like fifteen to thirty, and then they swung the other way, sixty points. It's, yeah, because I was I was projected to win by a little bit, and then it swung like it took a nosedive, mm-hmm. and it was you aren't gonna win. Okay, and the next thing you know, it swung back up. It said no, you have a chance to win, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Because I'm like, oh, because I, I had said after the first uh, morning, after the one o'clock games on Sunday, I looked at Goldfish because I was over there. And I said, ah, it looks like I'm going to lose this game. He's like, what are you talking? Are you not going to lose your game? And I went, do you want to check it? And he went and looked. He goes, oh, shit, you're going to lose your game. <laughs> right. And that <laughs> turns around. No. And no, then, you didn't. man, it, it, cha- it, it fluctuated. But you're right. A lot of people did not come close to the original projections so yeah well, why don't start... we talk about uh do you want to talk about the the seventh and eighth place why don't we start at the I bottom do. work our way up i do i do i want to work our way up so uh seventh and eighth the seventh place game was briscoe's bruiser favorited 120 to cotton's fight and bowls 111 now as we've just been explaining for like the past 10 minutes that is <laughs> absolutely not what happened it it, it couldn't be more uh, further from the truth. I, I mean, like, right, the, right. the projections were, I don't know where they pulled these from. I don't know what happened. But these two teams did not come anywhere near it. Uh, no. So Briscoe's uh, did place eighth and Cotton placed seventh. Cotton won in a stunning upset, mm-hmm. 91 to 78. 78. 78. Which is amazing. Uh, like, as, like where, where did it? But then I'm looking at Briscoe's bench and I'm seeing the heartache. Yeah, that, that was sitting there. The single player would have done it, and how? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tampa uh, Bay wide receiver Evans, forty-eight points, 
on the bench. Uh, Tampa Bay had a great game. Uh, I got grief. I got grief from Seraph. Uh, yeah, but, we'll uh, talk about that yeah, too. We'll talk about that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and even Cotton has some players on his bench that like really yeah. like, amazing. Cotton has 50 points sitting on this bench. Yeah. And and yeah, it's just, and I'm I'm looking at it and yeah, a lot more players on Briscoe's side underperformed, but not many. I mean, I think it was Harris, the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers uh, running back, that gave 20 points instead of the 12 projected. And his quarterback gave him 21 instead of the 19. But everybody else is pretty much on par with their projection or like way under. Right. Um, There is one caveat here Mm -hmm. is that Cotton has two players that have not yet played. Cotton has two players that have not yet played. That's correct. Because, wait, wait, wait. and this oh. is. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see. So uh, that. Yeah. So. Uh, I, we're going to have guess, to get into that. Yeah. I guess we uh, are. Uh, okay. Uh, so no, let's keep going. Let's just, okay. we'll, we'll get into it. And we'll, okay. we'll tell we'll everybody how this shuffles things. Right. Uh, okay. So. Cotton has a 13-point lead, so clearly he has one seventh place. Uh, mm-hmm. Briscoe's. Uh, a lot of teams fell apart this weekend. A lot of teams. Uh, the wheels fell off. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so congratulations to Cotton mm-hmm. and his his placement in the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did good. Uh, you know, I don't. I think this this was his second year, so. Mm-hmm really great that he you know made it to the playoffs and and eked out this uh, got this win this this was truly an upset it it really was uh and substantially but that does bring us to our fifth place game fifth and sixth place yeah who you know playing for fifth playing fifth (laughs) which Uh, which was you mary sue snowflake Mm -hmm. versus wanson's jalapenos and wanson has not had a great year He's had some great games, but He's yeah, not a great, great yeah. year. Yeah. Um, did did kind of do a come from behind thing in the latter half of the season. Uh, but mm-hmm. you were favored to win 134 to 118, and you did win 119 to 104. I did. Amazingly enough, um I left points on the bench, but I'm not gonna complain about that right now. Sure. And how would you have known? No, there's no way. Yeah, it's yeah. You you've got uh, a a is it it's a tight end. Robert Tanya with the Green Bay Packers. Almost nobody plays him. He's a solid backup. Supposed to do mm-hmm. five points. Did seven? Uh, not five. Fourteen. Yeah. And you know, even then, what are you gonna do? There's there's really mm-hmm. not. There's there's not anything there. It's it's Seattle defense for five points over New England, who has been solid all year. Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm looking at like I I went with New England defense, yeah, which has been doing great. And I looked at the Seattle defense that I had on the bench that gave me 17 instead of five, and they were going against the Jets, and I was like, the Jets have kind of gone, like they they've fallen apart. But I was like, you know what? New England's been doing so good. 
I felt like I had to play the New England defense. Yeah. Um, but also, this game, because Watson has a player who hasn't played yet. Uh, no? No. No, no. So this one it's... is done. All right. But yeah. there, okay. there's some heartbreak sitting on the bench as well. And this there is going to be yeah. a recurring theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, Watson played Trevor Lawrence, who's a QB for the Jaguars, and they did not have a great time. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was supposed to do 24 points, almost 25, did four. And it's questionable with a toe injury. Now, this is especially heartbreaking because Watson's has two quarterbacks on the bench. Uh, Mac Jones with the New England Patriots, who's a backup, I believe, and Daniel Jones, who's QB for the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. So Mac Jones was supposed to do 17 points and did 20, which means that put Jones in, would have won the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Daniel Jones, supposed to do 19 points, did 40. 40. 40 points. Would have not only won the game, but seriously trounced me. Yeah. Um, that that game, that Giants game against Indy, man, I watched, I watched it. I walked into Goldfish watching that game with uh, of another friend, and uh, like I look at the screen, I see the score, and I, 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 it was like three points, but it was like a lot of points again. Indy was doing horribly, and I look over at two faces that are not upset but like angry like they are pissed and indy just did not show well in this game at all they got trounced 38 to 10 it was it was a brutal game and man the indy fans were just so pissed because it was indy wasn't doing anything Mm -hmm. uh so that was like oh uh I don't think anybody expected the Giants to have like such a dominant game over the Colts. And I think that's why he went with Jacksonville over Houston, because Houston's another team that has just been awful. And I I think that, you know, if if it wasn't for... I think, I'm not sure, but I think uh, Trevor Lawrence got knocked out kind of early in the game, which is why he only had four points. Like, it, mm-hmm. it makes a lot more sense that he was he was benched or take, just plain taken off the field rather than yeah. doing anything. Uh, especially because, you know, that final there is 31 to 31-3 against Houston. Like, that's... Yeah. I mean, yeah, Jacksonville did something. It just wasn't with Lawrence. Right. You know, which I think putting Lawrence in was the right call. It was just bad luck yeah how would how would you know and and this was again the week four this is a recurring theme Mm -hmm. uh but that does mean wanson's finishes six so congratulations Mm -hmm. to wanson uh means that mary suso flakes finishes fifth at the top of the consolation league so congratulations thank you thank you and uh we will go to the third fourth fourth place game and that was the game with uh punching hamsters bamps and the cephalopods your team Indeed, uh, for this for the was, first time for the last time. Yeah, super close. You were projected to win by just a little bit. 
Yeah. One twenty three point two four to Bamps's one twenty two point nine four. Indeed, it was a point three. Yeah, three tenths, three tenths of a point. Yeah. And that is not what happened. That is not what happened, as we are going to continue saying. Uh, But you do have a player that has not played. I I do, but I do not expect to make up the 34 point deficit (laughs) that I have. Yeah. As I lost this game 84 to 118. And it's it's not like I had anybody like flat out crash and burn, except for DK Metcalf, who crashed mm-hmm. and burned. Uh, you know, Baltimore defense was supposed to do eight to three. Um <laughs> Cameron Dicker. <laughs> Dicker was supposed to do ten, did eight, that's fine. Uh Metcalf was supposed to do fourteen, did one. Uh, Cole Kmet did 10, supposed to do 8. Isaiah Pacheco, supposed to do 11, did 12. He's a great running back with KC. I'm really happy mm-hmm. with him. Uh, Keenan Allen with the LA Chargers did 11, supposed to do 16. Tyree Kill did 15, supposed to do 18. But uh, Tua Tago uh, Valoa is out on concussion protocol yeah. again. Mm-hmm. And so he was not favored for picks. And then uh, Justin Herbert, who is my QB, um, I, I basically have two like top 10 QBs, which is fantastic, uh, did 20 points and supposed to do 23. So, you know, my heartbreak here is that I moved <laughs> my felon, Devontae Adams, yeah. onto the bench because he'd been having terrible time for the past like month. And... Metcalf had been continually scoring in the 20s. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll swap it out. And had I not, I would have won this game because mm-hmm. Devontae Adams was supposed to do 15. He did 34 points. Yeah. If, that would was, have... if Metcalf was out and you put Adams, your felon, in the flex position, yeah. It would be you so close it. that I would have to rely on my one player who has not played. On your one player that has not played. Yeah. Which is weird because we're doing the recap and all the games should be over. So and I, we're almost yeah. to the mystery, guys. We're almost to the mystery. We're, we're just about there. And <laughs> I and know this... I'm sure many people already know. <laughs> right. Uh so this does bring me into fourth place, which congratulations to me. Um I had another amazingly stellar season somehow. You did. And uh the punching hamsters finishes third. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's got the little bronze trophy near his name now. Yay. He does. I still have the best win-loss record in the you league, do. which is, I mean, that's that's my brag. That's your, yeah, I mean, you, you had a great season. 12-3 and three season. I had, a, I had an amazing Fantastic. season. Fantastic. great season. Yeah, the second that I hit the playoffs, I'm like, I'm just going to crash and burn these playoffs, but it's okay. Which is what a lot of professional NFL teams do. Yeah, they do great. They get in the playoffs and they choke. So they choke. That's just what happens. See? Yeah. You okay. did it. it. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, so that does bring us to the championship game, which was cross a few tones versus the rabid goldfish, and this is where things get difficult. Yeah, it did so, not go to projections again. It, it did not. It did not. <laughs> so cross a few tones is favored over the goldfish, one thirty-six to one thirty-three. 
Cross Sepia Towns currently has 132.7 points. Rabbit Goldfish currently has 98.88. You would think, okay, it's pretty clear Seraph blew out the goldfish and, and this is great. That is not so. Because not so. the goldfish has three players who have not yet played. And that is Joe Burrow, QB with Cincinnati. Jamar Chase, wide receiver with Cincinnati. I hope you're seeing a theme here. <laughs> and Dawson Knox, a tight end with the Buffalo Bills. So here's what happened. Monday night, Cincinnati and Buffalo were playing. And there was a play where a player got tackled. And I am probably the only person in the fucking world who does not know his name. Buffalo Bills, Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin. He took a hit to the chest, went down, rolled back up, was, you know, patted the guy on the shoulder. Hey, good hit. Stands up, promptly falls over and goes into cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. You know, CPR on the field. On the they field. do they do CPR on him for like, what was it, seven minutes? Uh, I think Babs told me they did it twice. They ended up having to do CPR twice on the field. Now, the only reason to do CPR is because someone has died. Uh, right. So <laughs> Which meant he died twice on yeah. the field. And then when they got the gear out there, they they hit him with the defib to to kind of shock him back into a, into arrhythmia, and then put him in a medical coma oh. to recover, and then like intubated whole thing. So, because of that, and because it was mid-game, Roger Goodall, head of the NFL, had a very important decision to make, which was, am I going to suspend the game, or am I going to kill the league by telling them to play on? And he tried to tell them to play on, and the players revolted. Is that what happened? Yes. They were trying to get them to restart the down about five minutes after they got Hamlin off the field. And the the players were just like, yeah, no, nah, fuck it. And they went back to the back to the locker rooms. And after that is when they called the game. Mm -hmm. So. And I, I was trying I was talking to my mother about this today because she was seemed interested, like, well, what happens now? And. Uh, NFL wise, I understand why it took some time to call the game. And I'm sure the players did, you know, put pressure, but this is the thing I think people forget. And I understand an individual was seriously hurt and had to have CPR and brought back to life on the field. I get that. I do. At the same time, the NFL has multiple contracts happening right now in that game. Contracts that if they don't have a game, they are then in breach of and open themselves up to a lot of liability. So I understand having to take some time to go, all right, can we do this? But I'm also kind of surprised that there is not a process in place for when something like this happens, which means nobody ever thought anything like this could happen. A player just can't go into a cardiac arrest on the field. So I can well, understand it taking time. Sure. And, and there out. have been some really terrible injuries on the field. Yes. But I don't recall in all of my days, I, I mean, all of my days, period, 
that I've, mm-hmm. I've ever heard of a game being suspended because of injury. Nothing like this. No, because, and I think the difference is this wasn't, I mean, we've seen a, an ambulance roll out on the field and pick up a player. I watched a college bowl game, uh, a wide receiver, last name was Gay. I watched him get hit. I think it was a wide receiver. I watched him get hit and his leg turned into a bird's leg. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was gruesome to watch. I can still picture it in my head. I watched that over a decade ago and it is still there. And I, I was like, that is horrible. And an ambulance comes out, gets him, takes him to the hospital. I, I, you know, we've seen those kinds of hits. Um, we have just never seen, and I mentioned this on Monday night when everybody was chatting about it in the server, I've never seen them do CPR on the field, ever, yeah. ever. This was a serious thing, and, and, and it needed to, you know, yes, absolutely, you can't expect those players to feel comfortable going back on the field and continuing with a game after just seeing a person collapse and have to have CPR, especially the person who did the hit, right? right. He's got to be like totally like mind fucked right now. Right. I killed a man. I killed a man playing a game. Right. And I, I think it was also the way he went down. Like he was up, he was on his feet and then on camera and in front of these guys, you watch the life leave him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just, he's a living, breathing being, and then he turns into meat. Now, they got him back into living and breathing, which is great. But that was full on, that is what it's like to watch a man die. Yeah. And so they were understandably freaked out. They didn't, yeah. you know, you're not going to play a good game with that. You're not going to want to do anything for like a week after that. So 100% no. get it. But that does leave us in the fantasy football leagues with a conundrum mm-hmm. because if, if, you know, if like in cotton's game, he's ahead and he has players that haven't yet played. Mm-hmm. I'm behind. I have players I haven't yet played, but they're, I'm so far behind. I know I'm not going to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. That is not the situation we have here because goldfish is 34 points behind. But he's got almost 50 points in estimated play value who has not yet played. So there's a decent chance that the goldfish can pull this out and take first. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been on Reddit, fantasy football subreddit, because, you know, I like memes. And they've been talking about this, as everybody has. And it is really difficult for people to figure out. It's like, okay, as league commissioners, what do we do? Do we call it to the person who currently has it? Do we keep it running? Because as Jupe and I were talking before we started this recording, there's a lot of money in some of these leagues. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be done. And it's not. Yeah. And that's why... So Yahoo, as the commissioner, I... uh... I I was notified, hey, something happened on Sunday, and we don't quite know how this is going to shake out. But based on what the NFL decides to do, Yahoo Fantasy has three options. If the NFL decides to say the game is done, 
period, whatever it is, it is. That's the final score. We're not going to redo this game or, or extend it or anything. It's done. Then Yahoo can say, okay, then we're done too. We're good. Mm -hmm. This is, we'll call it done. Uh, but the NFL most likely will have these two teams come back and play again. It's just a matter of when, because we're in week 17, week 18 this weekend, and then we go into playoffs. So what do we do? Because that things could shift, right? But a lot of people say, well, these two teams, it doesn't really matter if they finish the scheme. So they don't really have to finish it. But if you're on a fantasy team, you're like, no, I need them to finish it because some of these leagues do thousands and thousands of dollars. And so they're like, no, I want my players to play. So Yahoo says they can either keep it the way it is. They can wait for the game uh, to be finished and adjust the scores later. And the third option was the players that didn't play, like, you know, because the game was suspended, the players that still haven't played, as what we've said here, um, when they play in week 18, will use those scores and put them on your week 17 game. I don't know which one. They just said, these are the options. We're waiting to see what the NFL does. Yeah, because uh, I was just I was looking at um, what they have about the Bengals, Cincinnati, and the ba Bengals and the Ravens are playing at 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Yeah. So the mm -hmm. it it's advancing. So we don't know if when they're going to replay, but Cincinnati and and uh, Baltimore are both, you know, in the North AFC North title race, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. You know, if the Bengals win it, then you know they may may not need that other game. So it's it's tough to say because I don't see anything about what Buffalo is doing yet. Um, but, I haven't seen anything about Buffalo, but I do see that right now the NFL is considering their decisions, yeah. and they are thinking of having this game occur. In between the conference championships and the Super Bowl, because there's a, a bye week in there, and then there's a Pro Bowl challenge week in there. So they're thinking about like having it in there. One of those weekends, canceling the Pro Bowl thing and doing it that weekend or doing it on that other bye week at, and moving it there. But I'm like, oh, that's after the playoffs. So. It would have to be deemed mathematically impossible for either of those teams to advance into playoffs if you have them make this game up after the playoffs. So I'm not quite sure what's going on. Um, and we'll have to wait and see what the NFL says. Right now, I think everybody's really more concerned with DeMar Hamlin and what's happening with him. Rightfully. Uh. But what happened with him, this is updates I've gotten and read, uh, is, you know, he is alive. Um, they have to keep him in the coma. And due to his condition, they're having a hard time having his body be able to breathe on its own due to the disrupted electrical pulses of his heart. Now, the other thing I heard on the news was he actually had a condition, an undiagnosed condition, that
that many people may have, but you don't know it until it happens. So like an unknown ticking time bomb in your chest. Um, and he, he's an athlete. He's been playing for two years with the NFL. He played college bowl. He's very fit. But he got hit in just the right way that your heart disrupts its electrical rhythm and it can't gain it back and you go into cardiac arrest. And the only reason he survived, they say, is because he was at an NFL game with doctors on site and he got, you know, somebody was right there. And they said that because most people, they, they just they don't get to help in time and they end up passing. So, you know, probably due to his good uh, physical fitness, having medical staff right there, kept him alive. But they're still having issues trying to get his body to re to like reset and and function on its own. So they're still working on that. But there it it is better than how it looked on Monday night. That's for sure. Because. Monday night, nobody thought he was going to make it. And they yeah. said, no, he is stable now. But they just have an issue getting his breathing to work on its own because his heart elect is the electrical signals are just erratic still. Um, the interesting thing to me, another point, this will most likely bring up the debate on football and safety of the players. Because uh, that's an ongoing conversation, uh, you know, that we need better safety equipment, head injuries. That's why we have the new rules with you can't lead with your head on a, a tackle. You can't tackle like up into a jaw or you have to, you know, there, there's a lot more rules to promote the safety of a player. But I think a lot of people are going to use this to, to further that discussion and say, well, what else could have been done? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if there's anything that could have been done on this one. For I mean, because this is an edge case. This is you know, yeah. and and uh, an as of yet undiagnosed issue mm -hmm. that just blossomed with a one in a million hit. I think the discussion still needs to be had because this has been an undeniably brutal season on players. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, it's Miami QB to a Tago Vailoa has been on concussion protocol for three games. Like he got concussed like week two. And then they they walked it off and he got hit again the next week. And then he was basically on IR for four weeks. And then he ends he ends the fantasy football season on concussion protocol. So he got three concussions during the fantasy season. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a lot of players on injured reserve. I think KC basically lost their entire running back core to IR. Although I did see uh, McCole Hardman is, is activated from injured reserve. So they've got a running back again. Um. And it's it's made a sea change in kind of like how how the the win loss records happen for a lot of these teams. Like San mm -hmm. Francisco did really well this year, but they also picked up Christian McCaffrey. But even like Jimmy Garoppolo was was like making points, which was impossible because it didn't happen last year. It didn't happen the year before. Mm -hmm. 
but he was starting to throw some considerable scores in the latter half of the season after San Francisco was questioning whether or not they should keep him. Uh, there have been some trades where I was surprised that anybody let that go through. And you know, it's there's there's a lot of concussions. There's a lot of big, like potentially career-ending injuries this year. Mm-hmm. And the NFL Players Association has been like starting to push really hard. And there's been a lot of talk on Reddit and, and other message boards about how it's very clear that the NFL doesn't really see these players as people. They, they're just in it for the money and they're doing anything and everything they can to keep players playing. So the money keeps rolling in. Mm-hmm. And as part of a larger discussion on kind of how non-management people are kind of pushing back against management decisions in Mm -hmm. the NFL and, and outside of it, that, you know, in 2023, I think we, we might see some big pushes towards a lot more player safety, player agency, um, Mm -hmm. kind of that, you know, rattle the cage, rattle, rattle the gilded cage a bit and see what falls out. And it's it's long overdue. Yeah, I, this 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 situation is going to lead to a, I think a lot more discussions um, about safety, like what you said about player agency, you know, and and also what to do when something like this happens, and what can they do to ensure that something like this doesn't happen again. Um, right. I mean, how do you, you screen know. for something like that? Yeah, it was. It's been undiagnosed through his whole life, so it's like, how how do you know? I, I don't yeah. know. I um, mean, he made it. He made it all the way through through high school. He made it all the way through college. Mm-hmm. He made it through two years in the NFL. It's like, yeah. And and I guess you know eventually you know time runs out for us all, and you know what looks like an easy hit that you know is is just like this gentle caress that that you know lays you down on on your back can kill you. And we don't expect it because we don't see it. But then when we see it, I think, it, again, it's watching him get up because very clearly it wasn't that big of a hit. Mm-hmm. He's up. He's moving for a few seconds. And then just God snaps his fingers and this man's soul leaves his body in front of everybody. And that kind of panic of you know impending mortality is it's it it spooked a lot of people i don't know how many people it spooked in management but the players on the field absolutely and i think what i what i saw was the rookies were kind of leading that charge to go back to the locker rooms like no we're done we're not going back out there it is it is about hamlin it is not about this fucking game Mm -hmm. no and i don't want anybody listening to think that i feel the nfl you know should have continued the game they shouldn't have they should have stopped right. i'm I'm just really surprised that they didn't have a protocol in place a process in place when something like this happens i, I mean something um, right I, I, well, it I, makes me think they don't think it could ever happen and that's I, naive in some i sense. agree i think that is absolutely what happens they if there was a process in place nobody knew it because it's never happened mm-hmm you know, it, it may have taken them, you know, 35 minutes to grab the big old 
standard operating procedure for an NFL game and flip to the chapter says, if there is a death on the field, and then go through all the little sub chapters to say, okay, well, you know, Mercury's in retrograde, um, the the moon is rising, and the uh, the the dome that they're in is is facing prior, primarily northeast. So we can go ahead and and suspend the game. Hmm. Yeah, it is. Hmm. I, I I do feel they should have. It shouldn't continue. Um... Because, like you said, I mean, all those players have to be messed up. And as yeah. the team, as, you know, the Buffalo team, because it was their player, I can imagine that team saying, I'm not going to continue doing this. Right. Uh, my teammates just been taken to the hospital. I, I worry about the, their, their heads wouldn't be in the game. Even the Cincinnati team was greatly affected by seeing it. Because now nobody wants to go back on that field. What can happen again? Uh, so, I mean, absolutely, the NFL was right. And if they did continue it, they probably would have suffered a, a large backlash. Uh, mm-hmm. As Eric pointed out in the server, They it would be the end. There would be so much back. It would be the end of them. Well, it wouldn't be the end, but it would cause some backlash. Um, so I think they, they absolutely made the right decision to suspend it. The thing is now on fantasy, we're not done. We're just we're not we're not done now. We don't know what's going to happen next. So we have to do another recap when the time comes, when the time comes. So uh, congratulations, everybody. What all of this discussion means is that you get to hear us for one more week. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm hoping when we do it again, we've got some good news. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so right now, tentatively. It looks like Cross Sepia Tones, Seraph's team, has won right now as it stands. So we'll see what happens. Because I don't think any of the other games are really going to change much, but who knows? No, they are not. Uh, But on this one, the championship for our league will change and we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. So I just don't want, you know. I, I already saw uh, Cotton gave his congrats to Sarah. And I'm like, oh, not yet, not yet. Let's wait and see what happens. <laughs> Let's just wait. Uh, we are we are still waiting to have our championship decided. Um, but more so, I, I'm hoping next week we can actually say he's out of his coma, and you know they've brought him out and he's breathing on his own and and is going to recover. So hopefully next week we can report. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I guess that's everything. Uh, we we can't give you a prediction on on what has happened because this is literally unprecedented. Mm. Um, we have third through eighth. Congratulations to everybody for your placement. Thank you for playing. Thank you for listening and. Um, you know, it it sounds shitty, shitty to say, but you know, I'm I'm hoping Hamlin has a full recovery and a fat settlement from the NFL or something, because I think everybody deserves a fat settlement from the NFL. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the uh, majority, I think, of, of uh, the fantasy football season. This has been the week 17 recap. 
it's a weird note to go out on. But, you know, 2022 was ass. 2023 ain't starting so great. Let's hope this isn't a uh, a harbinger of, of dark tidings to come. Hmm. So, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. Oh, shit. Where's the button? Where's the button? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs>